right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Planker Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Schaefer. And today on the show, we have special guests. We got Owen Dahlberg back for the third time. And we got Hunter Hess back for the second time. And guys, thank you for being here. Of course. Thanks for having us, bro. Yeah, stoked to be here. Absolutely. So we worked through the tech issues. We're going to see if we can make it work. This is this is, this is, is going to be questionable whether we make it to the end, but we'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. So where are you guys at right now? Let's give everyone some context of what's going on. We're kind of, we're kind of midway through what you're up to, Hunter. So yeah, just let them have it. Yeah. Um, right now we're in Copper Mountain, Colorado. Um, we have like the first World Cup of the season going on right now. So um, I'm competing in half pipe uh, and Owen came out so we could film some. And um, after this, we're going to go film some street for a little bit. So we're just kind of like trying to get the most we can out of this bit of time. So yeah, Owen came out and we just linked up and it's been pretty sick. Yeah. And Owen, are you just sitting in the hotel room all day or did you get hooked up with some credentials? What's your day looking like? Yeah, yeah, I got some credentials. So I've been up on Hill shooting their runs and stuff. And yeah, A-Hall just did the finals today for Big Air. And then Hunter's got his finals tomorrow. Dude, fire. Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to do this, like in the middle of all this. That's that's crazy. So uh, let's see. Um, Owen, before we get into like this specific project, it seems like you were on an absolute tear this fall. Like how many projects were you a part of that, that just dropped? Oh man. Um, I think I edited a total of three different videos, which was a uh, rhythm and chaos for uh, deviation works, the ski company out of Portland and then Soul Star with me and Hunter. And then I helped uh, A-Hall with his uh, most recent street part. Word. And then for filming, did you guys, did you film for anybody else's project? I think I saw you in the, the thank you of uh, maybe one or two. Oh, others. Um, I helped uh, film a bunch with uh, Ethan Cook's new movie, The Hazard Crew. Yeah, yeah. they dropped their video called Catalyst. And I did, uh, I helped uh, filming a bunch of that. That's wild. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Soul Star primarily um first i mean just right off the bat where did you guys get the name from <laughs> that, was, one, yeah. that was last year last year we were here and we were driving around um i think where were we going we i think we were going to oregon right no 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 we were going to um steamboat Oh yeah, we were, we were going steamboat. to steamboat. Yeah, and we uh we we were hitting some street and stuff, and so Owen and I started talking about names and just like rifling stuff off, and uh, I had come up with some really bad names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like some really bad ones. I had like a notepad and I was like reading them off to him, and then he started digging through knowledge, the artist, and was like going through like this mixtape that he had dropped, and we found a song that he remixed called soul star um and owen just like brought it up and he's like what do you think about this and i was like i kind of like it and then we went through a few other names but just kind of ended back with that and that was actually the original song that he remixed was called soul star um and we play that at the end of the video so it just like all kind of like tied together but soul star was pretty dope just because it was like a solo project um 
and I don't know, it sounded cool. Yeah, just just had a cool ring to it. And me and Hunter are huge fans of Knowledge, the beat producer. Like we've used his songs and couple in magma 2 a bunch and some other stuff yeah we're just big fans of him so it's kind of yeah we were just stoked to use something inspired by him that's tight what were some of the uh the shitty names that you came up with hunter oh (laughs) i lost the notes i don't know my phone keeps deleting my notes i don't know why but uh, what was it it was like it or what was it yeah i think him yeah, him him was one. <laughs> that oh, one was a joke. That one was a joke. Yeah, I wasn't feeling that, that one. That was bad. And then we had, what was it? It was like, I saw it on, on the sticker of someone's car. It was like the back of someone's car, but it was like, because the sticker like partially came off. It was like, it, it, it was like this it or something. Yeah, something like that. It was it like was this it. It was terrible. <laughs> it was a terrible name. But I was like, dude, what about this? <laughs> and so we thought we'd stick with that. But thank God Soul Star came up. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. No, I mean, that's just part of the process. Like, it's really uncomfortable, like, shooting shit off and then being like, nah, that sucks. But... <laughs> 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 yeah thank god we're comfortable enough with each other where i know Owen won't judge me for staying stupid <laughs> <Yeah>. shit <laughs> so all right and so hunter how did you like even decide that you wanted to do this project because the last time i guess the last time we all kind of talked in separate settings it was like shortly after magma 2 and like Owen, oh, you were doing the Mill Bastards video. Like Hunter, when were you thinking, like, yo, I want to do a solo project? And like, you know, and we can we'll leave it at that. Like, when did you think I want to do a solo project? Um, I don't know when the actual decision was made. I think it was just kind of like over time. I don't know. I had a lot of ideas that I just like kind of wanted to like see if we could make happen um a big one was like the zog jump like jumping over the half pipe cutter and then another one was the u-haul clip i really wanted to hit a moving truck um and so i just had like a few different ideas and owen and i talked about it for a little bit and a hall was saying he was going to be really busy and um yeah so it was kind of just like uh, i don't know it was just like a bunch of i, I don't really know yeah i think I think we just, um, after Magma 2, we just, like, kept getting shots that next year, and I was filming for Grace, his collection with Mill Bastards, and then, I don't know, we just kept getting shots, and then it kind of escalated from there of, like, being, like, okay, let's, like, actually put this together and do something, but then, like, that first year, we had a lot of struggle with, like, filming, there's just, we went to Oregon once and tried to get a bunch of clips, and it was, like, the worst weather we've ever dealt with out there. And we just like kept running into all these like roadblocks kind of thing. And like the Zog thing we were trying to get done that year didn't happen. And so that's when it also escalated into a two year because we were like, well, let's not put something out that we're not stoked on. Let's like make sure we do this right. Cause yeah, we just cared a lot about this one. Yeah. I guess we just had, we had a few street clips that we were sitting on. Um, Nothing like super substantial. There was only one that I thought was like Mm -hmm. quite good. It was like, me when i body slid off the roof and then i guess the four on yeah you did that Um, the first year yeah so we had that stuff and then we just kind of like yeah we had a really really hard time filming that year like we tried endlessly and it was just really shitty like our organ trip was really bad we just spent a lot of time making a jump that didn't work and 
yeah it just sucks so i think after that we were kind of like oh like we should just make a solo project and i think for me i kind of wanted to step away from a hall a bit because <laughs> i mean that guy's so damn successful and it's pretty hard to be in the mix with him you know like he's he's he everything he has he deserves you know um but like being in that was pretty hard um so i think for me it was kind of like to like just kind of get myself away from it a little bit you know and kind of be more known for being hunter instead of hunter and a hall type of thing yeah i mean the last thing that you want your legacy to be is that's a hall's friend yeah <laughs> that's 100 true yeah i i i love the guy and yeah, i love, love being his friend but man i don't want to be known as his friend <laughs> <laughs> so so owen for like just with this project and other projects are you kind of just generally always filming people and then you figure out what you're going to use it for uh yeah for sure like i love just helping anybody i can like if anybody's trying to hit a spot or get a clip, like I'm always down if I can. And I don't, yeah, that's just kind of how it started. And I don't know. Yeah. Like with the mill bastard stuff, that always has been like a pre thought process, but a lot of times I just start getting clips and see where it goes. And I think that is also a really cool way to do it. Just keeping it organic and kind of like leaving room for opportunity to grow and see what happens kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. It, like did you guys have any sort of inspiration for the movie like had anybody else done a solo project where you kind of checked that out before you guys went into making this one i i think that was the reason we kind of did it because we didn't see many people doing that uh yeah like at least in my mind yeah like i can't, I can't think of any off the top of my head I, yeah yeah like i don't know like clayton and like lupe like some of the urban guys i've seen done like full solo parts like that you know and but no one's i feel like really done the full like urban backcountry and pipe with hunt you know so we we're really trying to like step into that realm and put yeah hunter's name on the the history books a little bit you know <laughs> trying to at least <laughs> I, I i think a big piece of it too was trying to include all of it yeah like um that was like our big goal because like i don't know urban for me is the struggle like that's the fucking that's the yeah shit. That, like i suck at that like it takes me a long time yeah. to like get shit and so i think once we had those clips i was like dude it would be so sick to include everything together you know like make pipe was was kind of like a piece of it for me because i mean that's why i do the majority of the year but no video shows that you know so it was like pipe was a big one and then yeah just like doing some like backcountry like magma type builds and stuff like that we just really wanted to include all of it to just kind of show like diversity and our like our filming and how it could be a bit different than what we've been doing you know yeah definitely and i think hunter i remember from our episode you were talking about like you, you look up to the well-rounded skiers the guys that do good in comps and then also make video parts and it took me from to the third viewing that i watched tonight when i was taking my notes where I was like, oh shit, this is broken up into an urban segment, a pipe segment, and a backcountry segment. So yeah, I think you totally hit it with like the well-roundedness, and we'll talk about that. But um, <laughs> I wanted to ask, because, so this seems like it, so it was like a two-year timeline, so starting in like 2021, you guys started filming, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and Hunter, didn't you get injured, like at some point along the way? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah. The beginning of last year, my last year, last year actually sucked for me. <laughs> last year was yeah. real bad for me. I had a bunch of personal issues and a bunch of problems. I got hurt, um, two different times. I tore my MCL, which is relatively minimal, but it took me a while to get back. And then it was during the Olympic qualifications and stuff. So that was super stressful. And I was trying to like get it all together and, try to be okay for these events. And I um, had appendicitis as well. So I was just like getting knocked down after getting knocked down. Um, and so I just wasn't able to compete last year and just like had a super hard time with the whole thing. Um, and I think that helped us in a lot of ways. Um, it just kind of like put a fire under my ass to try to like get this, get the shots that we really wanted, you know, um, and like really make it something special. Um, so I don't know. It was, it was good in a lot of ways, but like super challenging for me. And I think that was a really important part of the video just in my personal life was how much change went on from when we started to when um, we finished it. Like it was super crazy. I had lots of talks, like, like I had a talk with my mom at the end of it and we just had a, like a discussion and I was like, I don't know. It was like a full circle type thing, you know, like there was so much. And I think every shot in the movie for me represents like a different point in my life, you know, throughout those two years, which were very like important, um, dramatic years for me, you know? So I think that that was huge and like being able to capture that and kind of show that in my skiing and, and like, I don't know, it, it just meant a lot to me because of that, you know, like it wasn't like, with Magma and Magma 2, we filmed in, what, like a month and a yeah, month and a half? a month and a half. Like, super quick. So this one was, like, it was drastic, you know? Like, we had so much skin in it, and it was super challenging. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was super important in my life, and it gave me a lot of, like, purpose during a time when I needed it. Yeah. Did you guys think about throwing in anything about like the personal struggles you know like getting hurt or anything like that because there's only like one one shot in the whole video where it looks like you're in significant pain you know that pipe <laughs> shot i don't know if that's the one where you got hurt but like did oh. you think about adding more into it about all the struggles um i don't think that we just don't really make shit like, like that um yeah. i don't know ours is kind of just like ski porn like we just like love showing skiing shots and making it as sick as possible so in my head that wasn't really an option i just i don't know maybe later in my life if i have a cool story i'll make something dope but i don't know for now it was just kind of like it, it was more of like a personal thing I, I don't know do you think yeah we never really had that idea to like really kind of go in on the storytelling piece and like personally i sometimes get a little bored with videos like that like some are done very well and it's like the stories are really cool but in this case, yeah, just making a really good ski porn video that we all love and like someone can just rewatch over and over again. Like that was kind of our goal to like make a timeless piece that people are going to watch forever kind of thing. Yeah, dude, I think he has succeeded with that one. This one was just like, it's another one of those like instant classics. Same way I think of like both the Magma videos. It's like, dude, it's just timeless. And I think it's because of those it's because, I mean, we're going to talk about the three shots that I have in mind, but it's because of those banger shots where you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, those are the shots that take it above and beyond. Yeah, but, uh, um, all right, so let's let's hop into it. I'll Let's try it with the video. 
All right, you guys should be seeing that screen now. So the first one is the one I'm sure the most people have been asking you about. Dude, the U-Haul <laughs> wall ride, the moving yeah. U-Haul wall ride. <laughs> um, I don't know. I had the idea for a little bit. I just really wanted to hit a moving car. Yeah, he's been talking about that for years and so long, so long. And it also was just like a struggle to to find the right spot with like a rail that was right next to the road. And yeah, it just took us a while to really figure that one out. That one was a struggle. That one was actually like so challenging for us to dial in. We we had because I had the idea for a, a really long time yeah. and we really wanted to make it happen. Um, and we just couldn't like logistically figure it out, but I like, we would bring it up all the time kind of as a joke throughout the year. Like we'd be like, Oh, what if the U-Haul clip, like we could make it happen. We could make it happen. And then we were in Oregon and we had a trip out there and we were blowing it. Like there was so much snow and we could not get a shot to save our lives. Like we were just like, it was such a terrible trip for a while. This was the next year after our first really bad Oregon trip. <laughs> And yeah. we went back and we like went up to hood the day before and built um, a jump up in the back country there. And it was the shot actually was in the movie. I did like a dub Chuck blunt on it. Um, it's like towards the end. And we, we went up the day before we built that feature. We drove back to bend, which is like two hours away. And then we woke up at like three or 4 AM drove back up to um uh timberline and like started hiking back to the feature like finished cleaning up with Polly, um got it all like dialed and then <clears throat> built it um like or i guess finished the build and then got the shot on it it was probably only what like noon at that yeah point. i remember we like got the clip before noon so we were stoked we were, and we were super quick with it because we knew weather was coming in and we were kind of freaking out so we got that shot and then we um we were like, well, we could make the most out of today. Like maybe we go check the Govey bridge and like, see if that looks doable. And cause we, we knew this spot would kind of work for it, but we just didn't know how well. So we went and scoped it and we were like, yeah, dude, this would actually be fucking sick. We could get it done. There was enough snow. So we were trying to figure it out logistically. And I found the U-Haul place and it was like 30 minutes away. So we were like, oh, fuck it. We should, we got to do it. We got to do it. So Polly and I were like, We'll we'll go down. We'll get the U-Haul and Owen sacked up big time, like huge. And he was like, "Dude, I'll stay up here and I'll build the spot because we are we are on such a time crunch." So we're like, "Dude, are you sure it was raining? Like the worst weather?" He's yeah, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, rain. yeah." It was so shit. And he's like, "He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, I'll stay, I'll stay." So we drove my truck down super funny scene at this like weird u-haul rental place like in the middle of fucking nowhere like just odd this lady had like a crazy cat Polly was loving it and we rented the u-haul drove the u-haul back up owen was pretty much done with the spot when we rolled up and then um we just had to like clean it up a little bit there wasn't much we had to change and i think what we got it like within an hour yeah i remember it took you took him a couple tries to like or just like figuring out the speed with it because first he was like hanging onto the back of the U-Haul and that wasn't working. And so what happened was like, yeah, Paulie, who's driving our buddy, holds the hunter's hand, to like slingshots him in. 
And then that's how Hunter got the speed for it. And then, yeah, Paul just kept, kept going. Yeah. Um, I think the hardest part of it was Paulie figuring out the speed to stay next to me. Cause a lot of the times he was like too far ahead of me. So I couldn't mm-hmm. actually like catch up with it. Um, and like, he was kind of like too far away. So it was like, it was hard on him to drive it. Like, and the funny part, I always think about this clip too, is like, he's driving on the opposite side of the road. <laughs> yeah. So like, that's like oncoming traffic lane. And luckily it's like government camp. So nobody's up there right yeah. now. And no one like, yeah. So nobody cared luckily. So it works, but yeah, pretty funny that we were just <laughs> doing that. <laughs> we thought we would get kicked, but everyone was pretty stoked on it. Yeah. A they couple were... people drove by and yeah. we were like, yeah, yeah. sick. <laughs> and then after that, we just, we literally hopped in the U-Haul, drove back down. I think it cost 102 bucks to rent the U-Haul or something or $104. Like, pretty easy and then we just drove my truck back to bend and we're home by dinner like yeah we had dinner with my parents that night it was so, a full day it was it was sick that was definitely the most productive day of the trip though that's crazy so you guys yeah. drove you guys just drive round trip from bend to hood when you want to film there no not most not yeah not well, that was really a special really occasion. camping at hood you know like doing it like that but the weather was so bad we just like did not want to camp like it was raining like i think when we filmed this too it was like in april and they got like a foot or it was like that huge storm that hit in april where they got like three feet in like four days or something like crazy so we were not camping in that so yeah we were just like let's just go stay at his parents house and bend yeah that was it was easy we normally don't do that but that one was like we were like uh whatever we'll just do it and this was really close to the end of the trip um, we went to Mammoth pretty shortly after this. So, um, yeah, we, we, we had to get it done pretty quickly. So I don't know, it just all kind of worked out and it was definitely, I, I think the, this day made the trip worth it for sure. Cause besides that, yeah, the like, rest of the trip, we were trying to film some stuff in bachelor and Hunter bought a sled last year and we were trying to go out and do some, get some sledding and like, it was like almost like there's too much snow yeah like it snowed so much like it was so hard to film and we just kept like struggling and like couldn't get a sunny day couldn't find a good feature it was just like yeah such a... but then this last day it was like where it all came together and we got like the clips we were really stoked on yeah uh, what was the reaction from the crowd at the premiere when you guys dropped this bomb on them <laughs> they were stoked people were awesome. like what <laughs> I remember people, yeah, this was people were going crazy for that one. Yeah, I think it's like it, like it, it's not a technical trick, you know, it's yeah, just like a, a unique thing. Like, this wasn't like challenging, it was just like kind of fun to figure out and like play around with and I don't know, expand people's minds of like what's good, you know, like I, I don't know, but like this stuff's fun. Like, skateboarding does this shit all the time, like, they have really cool, unique stuff that goes on um i don't know i just think i i think it's sick like kind of improvising spots a bit so it was pretty fun i like that this is the type of shot you think about before like you you get familiar with like common urban setups like this is the stuff you think about when you're a kid you know yeah 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 Yeah, this is like just some i don't know hop on a moving car Some of the shots in here were more of like stunts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more of a stunt for sure than a trip. Yeah. Good. Oh, that's funny, man. Yeah. And then so yeah. you said that I think this here, the four on, 
obviously it's you getting broken off a couple times first, but you said that this was like the first, like the one of the redeemable clips from that first year. Yep. Yeah, fully. Yeah. I think this was one that we were sitting on that I thought that got me the most fired up. I kind of forgot about this shot throughout the summer. And then we came back to it and I saw Owen back in Salt Lake. Um, and we started kind of talking about filming again and like figuring out what we were going to do for the year. Um, and I started going like some movie premieres and stuff. And that normally gets me the most excited to like film something. And so we started looking over these shots again. And I was like, I don't know. I kind of realized that we had something that was kind of cool that we could build off. So that got me like pretty stoked. And I think this one was probably the most substantial at doing that. Yeah, because yeah. that was that was a big battle for Hunter too. Like we were there for three hours plus. Like he like A Hall was there because he he gets a clip on that same down rail in uh security notice that part. Yeah. He does like switch to backup press two on it. And he got it like five tries in, like just some A Hall shit. <laughs> like just super quick. And then yeah, Hunter was like, I, I was left there yeah, battling. Battling. <laughs> and like I don't know if you can tell, like some of the first crashes, like the lights, like a little, little brighter. And then on the, the one he gets, it's like almost dust. Like the sun went down. So we were like running out of light, almost didn't get it. But then, yeah, he laced that one and it was, that one was heavy. I was so stoked for Hunter to get that one because yeah, Hunter's not a big rail guy. And no. so that was huge <laughs> that he did a four on that rail's kind of gnarly. There's like a bunch of big like rocks on the one side. There's like not like a chill way, like the side that's snow covered, that's like all just like rocks. So he would like fall and then yeah, I kept yeah. going into the stairs and it's just like it's a perfect down rail, but it's kind of yeah, with like it's, it's not just a pain. Yeah, it's it's yeah, you know, huh? like there's no good way to like get off. Um, and I don't know, like the four on is like just challenging just because like it's hard to line up with the rails. So that was really hard for me. I don't know, I suck at rails, so this one was sick <laughs> to me. <laughs> So, so you mentioned, like, you guys said that Hunter, well, I think A-Hall says it at the end of the movie, like, he makes a joke that you're, like, the urban rookie. So, like, is this yeah. way outside of your comfort zone, like, hitting urban rails? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, this was, like, this first year that we started filming was his first time, like, really actually hitting any, like, street spots. Like, well, you maybe hit a couple in Bend when you're younger with Jake, but, yeah, like, maybe this was, like, his first time really, like, coming out with like, me and a-hole and like all the mill bastards and trying to hit shit and like just like really try to do hit some good spots i think the first actual urban clip i ever got was that back three up that's in this yeah it's like my first like real yeah one. you like, came out with us that linked night, yeah. up with all of them and we got that quick like clip i don't know i don't really like it but yeah it was so it's first the pan one. down from the tree um right there, yeah, there. right after that right clip, after that yeah. one all right that one that one was that one was i don't know it, it it was all it was hard it's it's hard keeping up with these dudes like these dudes are fucking so good at skiing especially especially with a hall a hall is like next level at rails <laughs> and too i good. just gotta like kind of like keep up and hold my own hopefully um i don't know and so yeah, that was, it was a big learning experience for me and just like finding spots and like how these guys find spots and stuff. So I don't know. A-Hall always pushes me into it. It makes me think I can do anything. <laughs> so yeah. I try to keep up with him. And Owen's super good at getting it all dialed. Like these guys are constantly on Google Earth, like hunting for spots, like looking for stuff all over. Like their phones are just filled with photos of it. And I just kind of like 
go where they (laughs) wherever like like i wouldn't be skiing urban without these yeah i would agree (laughs) i would not be doing i show up to the spot i'm like oh yeah i could maybe figure something out and i let a hall get his shit done and then i tag along that's (laughs) that's kind of how it goes (laughs) but i'm trying all right and then the last one from like the urban clips the roof drop what was going on with this this is like out of nowhere kind of yeah dude. this one's on me i'm taking this was, credit this for was this because he found this spot i found actually. this one yeah, by myself yeah at <laughs> some school in salt lake hunter found that and was like yo i'm trying to like jump off this and i was like really i thought he was crazy i was like that's like it's big it's really it's a big drop like and yeah what we do we did it one night when there was like not very much snow in the city no. where did like hunter was just like dude let's get it and well, this was the first year also that we were filming for just whatever. Yeah, that was that was another shot that we were sitting on. And this one was I was on this was a crazy tip. This was a rogue night. I was like, I was like, oh man, I want this shot. And I'd seen it. And I was like trying to be more involved with the like, dudes and like find my own spots and like come up with my own shit. And so I found this and I was like, dude, I really want to hit this. Um, and I convinced I was sleeping on my buddy's couch at the time. Um, and I convinced him, I was like, yo is there any way you can drive me to this school? Like it just snowed that night a bit, or it was snowing. I was like, can you drive me to the school? I need you to hold a ladder while I get on the roof so I can shovel some snow and then like pull the ladder down when I'm up there. So no one like sees me because it was kind of lit up and I don't know. I, was, I it was kind of high bust. It felt. Um, so I was like, I was like, can you do that? So he, he, hated me for it i had to buy him some stuff i think i bought him like a chipotle burrito or something shout out to cameron broderick but he drove me over there um and and set up the ladder for me and i climbed up there with a pushy and then he pulled the ladder down and i spent like an hour or so up there just pushing snow just like all along the roof to try to make that lip um and then uh he just like slept in my car for a while it was like 12 o'clock at night and then i called him i was like yo put the shovel or put the ladder back up so he put it back up i climbed down there um and then and like that whole day i did truck loads because like a little a few miles up the road it would snow quite a bit but not there so i would i would do truck loads for a few hours and i just did it solo and i would fucking fill my truck bed up with snow drive it a few miles down unload it so i thought i made the majority of the landing so then the next day i called owen i'm like dude i built this thing yesterday like come on yeah. i gotta hit it tonight he's like all right like sounds cool so he convinces convinces gucci and ryan yeah yeah ski bum and gucci logan and so they were like they were like yeah we'll come we'll help and we roll up to the spot and it snowed more that day and the plows plowed everything i did off to the corner and i was like fuck i'm so sorry <laughs> there was nothing there it was like i never did anything i was like where's the land <laughs> i spent like a few hours doing this i was so proud of myself and like nothing was there so these guys like bossed up they killed it and they we all just did pushy laps for a few hours got the landing relatively built went up luckily my snow pile was still there which helped us a lot because the snow was pretty bad we pushed that lip and then the ladder that we used to get on the roof, we used for the drop-in as well. And we just like leaned it against this, like, I think it's like a heating unit. You can kind of see it in the back of that shot. Um, and so we had to have that and then two pumps in between 
just to try to get enough speed to get on there. And the speed was a really, really big problem. It yeah. was super hard. Like I couldn't get to the top of it. Um, so we kept trying to do it. Um, and eventually it worked out. I think I hit it once and luckily it slid. I couldn't see anything because all the snow like covered my face. Um, and then I like landed and plopped back because it was too much of an impact. And then we had to take the ladder out put it back down for me and climb back up there, climb back up there, put it back in as a drop in. It took me a few more. And then this was the second hit. So it was like mm-hmm. quick in and out, but I think it was like two 30 in the morning by the time we were done. Yeah. We, it was like, yeah. Three, eight, and it was like middle of the night. It was, it was a rogue night. <laughs> it was a big one. And then I went back to Cam's house who I was staying at the time. And he, uh, he was like, you get the shot. I was like, yep. He's like, all right, dope. <laughs> and that was kind of it. I was stoked on that one though. This one's wild, man. This one, it's kind of hard because I bet in person it looks so much bigger. Like, how do you even? That's probably the best way to show how tall it is. That yeah. like that kind of diagonal shot on it. Yeah, that's how it's big. And we were like, also a hard thing was is like I wanted to get like because Logan was filming on the roof with them, and I was like, oh, we need like an in run shot, you know. But like we didn't really have a way to get a light up there because the generator is at the bottom and our our extension cords wouldn't reach to the top of the roof. So the top angle shot that Logan shot was way too dark and you just like couldn't see anything. So that's why it's like, but I also like how you don't really know what's going on a little bit. You just see Hunter like pop over and just like jump down this building. (laughs) It's like pretty crazy. Yeah, that's wild. It looks like, I don't, I don't know, this I, This seems like it's just editing, but it looks like the lights come on right as he's going up, but... Yeah, I, I kind of did a little editing tweak, so it like... You can see, yeah, yeah you can see them yeah. fade away right there. Yeah. We, yeah. Would, we would only turn the lights on while I dropped it, and though. That yeah, was, we that was something that we did, because it is kind of a neighborhood, so it was... I don't know. It felt high bust. It I definitely really was bust. worried about, yeah, because we were getting on the roof and like anytime you get on a roof, you know, like cops get bummed. Like yeah. you just, it's just not a good look. So definitely was had that factor of high bust and we were trying to be super low key. And that's why we went pretty late as well. Yeah. All right. That's, that's all I got for, I mean, I have other shots from the urban segment, but we'll keep this moving along. We'll get to the pipe segment. So, I mean, dude, it's like the shot is, it's the shot that sells the trailer. Like yeah. <laughs> this, this shot is just crazy. Oh yeah. So the double over the pipe cutter while it's cutting, it's just yeah. wild, bro. I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, this one. This was like the most like prep we had to do for a shot like ever, because it just took so much time of like, because like we were trying to figure out like who would do it, and then I remember we were out that the first year filming some shit and that's like the one we went to steamboat yeah and that's when hunter was like yo like we should like do you think copper would do this and then you had like some contact with like the park dudes there yeah. just texted him like yo i'm trying to jump him and, I, like, I sent him a photo of dumont airing over the zog i texted uh noah <laughs> and he he's a good dude at woodward and i texted him a photo I was like, I was like, yo, man, I have an idea. Is there any way we could talk? He's like, what, what do you want to do? And I sent him the photo of Dumont airing over the Zog. I was like, this. And he was like, I'm down. Yeah, he just said, I'm down. <laughs> it was so sick. And we thought that we were, that was like during Christmas last year. So we thought that we were just going to get it done right away. We were like, oh, it's happening. Like, 
he's going to do it this weekend. And it was like during all the Olympic qualifications and stuff. And Sean White was actually doing like, Oh yeah, he was, he was training and we, Owen came out here just to film pipe. Like we were going to film some pipe. Yeah. Cause that we were going to film part of the pipe segment at the copper pipe at the copper Uh pipe and do, uh, Sean White was fully had it booked out. So we couldn't even go in. So we ended up hitting street for that whole week and we thought it, we'd be able to get it done, but then it didn't happen at that point. And then we had on and off conversation for a while about it. I kind of didn't really think it would happen. And I don't know, it was kind of weird. And then um, Noah just kept hitting me up about it and being like, yo, you still want to do this. Um, and that was like a really big piece for me. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I really do. And so he has hit me up about all this insurance stuff that I had to get. And I, I have no idea what it like I had no clue what to do. I was so lost. I was like hitting up people asking if they knew about it. So I had to call a bunch of random places in Denver, some insurance providers and ask them if they would cover it. Um, I didn't really go into detail about what we were doing, but I kind of just was like brushing over it because in order for Woodward to make it, let us do it, we needed commercial insurance for the project. Um, So everyone on site had to be insured. Um, So I called a bunch of people and, this random guy in Denver, I forget his name, but he was so sick and he was a skier and all about it. And he was like, dude, I'll, I'll figure it out for you. Like, don't worry, I'll get it dialed in. Um, and he just fully figured it out, gave me like some crazy deductible, like super easy. I was like, all right, like cool. And, um, signed the paperwork, got it sent over to, the Woodward people as we were coming up and uh like all the Woodward guys were so sick about it. Like mm-hmm. for they had to jump over some serious hoops to make this happen. So shout out to them, shout out to Power Corp. Yeah. Like they were really, really influential in this. Um, and they just they're just like diehard fucking skiers and snowboards, like they just want to make cool stuff happen. So they were like super about it. Um, and so we just set a date. Um, we had like a four day window, I think, where yeah. the insurance insured it all and, and Woodward was down to make it happen. So we had a four day window. Um, so we drove up there. It snowed really bad when we drove up there. And then um, the next day was really slow. And then we had a window the day after that. And then the next day, more snow was coming in. So um, this day lined up and Owen and I went up and just kind of like we would make snowballs on the deck. The pipe was still open to the public mm-hmm. and we would make snowballs on the deck and just kind of like make these lines. So I like knew how far I needed to jump because I think they wanted me a clear. It was like 52 yeah, feet or like, something down the half Yeah, like when they first were like, oh, you have to like, yeah, clear like 50 feet. We were like kind of nervous because it, it was like barely making that. Yeah. Like barely we're like man is he gonna clear it like i don't know it was bad like because i don't travel down the half pipe very much when i ski i i I have more of a direct line um and so this was like super hard for me um especially like doing tricks um and so we would set up all these snowballs and draw these lines where i'd like drop in and how far up i would have to go and i made all these like points that i knew um so then when the woodward guys rolled up um they were like all right do you feel relatively okay about it i was like yeah and we showed them my takeoff spot and we marked them with flags then they shut the whole half pipe down um and then we went up and 
I started to try to make, they, they like measured out the 50 feet or the 52 feet or whatever it was that they wanted me to clear. And we measured it out with the flags. We stuck those in and that's when it all became real, at least yeah. for me, because that was so fucking big, like 52 feet or 32. I don't even know what it was. Yeah. I, that's when I started getting nervous too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn, he's like, not going to like, he's not making it. You I wasn't kind of thing. And like the Woodward guys were definitely, cause I remember I was standing on the, other side of the wall like watching it with this one guy i think noah and he yeah. was like yeah man i don't know he's not cutting it but then once we put the they put the pipe in place well i had like, i had one that i cleared oh you yeah, yeah there had, was had, where they're like line. okay like he did it yeah, like he did this, it. Could, this is gonna work you know i mean because looking at him it was like impossible i was like i don't know i was going really big i was just doing like cork nines and really traveling down the pipe and it was really hard for me and i was really trying to push it and I had a lot of pressure because it was like, I don't know, all these people, we spent like an okay amount of money trying to make it happen. Um, everyone's there just like for me to like <laughs> try to make this thing happen. Um, so it was like, a, it was some serious pressure. And the whole trip was just for this. Like we drove from Utah to Colorado just to make this happen. Um, like eCook came out, like we had serious people like trying to make this happen. Um, and so we were like pushing for it so i did one cork nine and i cleared far enough and i looked up at noah and i was like that one looked good and i was like put the fucking cat in like let's try to make this happen so he is like we went up we put the cat in um when the cat was in there i realized that my marks were fine and i wasn't too worried about it and so i had all the points pretty lined up so i think i think i did one hit i did a cork nine um and went like okay size like not super big um and then second hit i did a dub 12 safety and i thought that was kind of it like i thought that was going to be the shot um and i kind of like took my helmet off thought we were all done um and like went down to josh who was one of the photographers and he was like I, I didn't know him super well. So I thought he would be a little bit more honest with me. And I was like, cause I had talked to Owen and Owen always kind of gasses me up and is like, yeah, it was cool, dude. Like he knows I just jumped over a fucking yeah. half pipe cutter, I was but like, that was sick. <laughs> he, he didn't really want me to do it again, but I don't know. I kind of felt like, cause no one was really that excited. Like no one was like overly hyped up. They were kind of just like, yeah, like cool. And so then I went down to Josh and I was like, dude, what, what do you think? Do you like the photo you got? And he was kind of reluctant and he was like, yeah, it's, it's all right. And I was like, I was like, fuck. And I like kind of knew it. And I was like, do you need me to do it again? And he's like, I don't want to tell you to do it again. And I was like, would you like for me to do it again? And he's like, I would like to change the angle and try to see if I could do it better. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll go and try again. So I like went back up, um, and yeah just like stood at the same spot told owen i was like going and got the dub 12 blunt it was pretty scary for me that one was terrifying actually it, it's crazy the only thing you really notice when you're going up like half five hits are pretty similar a lot of the time like i don't know you train so much like i know i can do this trick pretty easy um but man the fucking sound of that thing it's loud <laughs> it's so loud it's going like, down <laughs> it's so loud like right next to your ear it's insane like it was just so much force and so much power and and when i went back up for that last attempt i or that third attempt i was just kind of like 
I don't know. I was like, how often do you get to do this? You know, like, I don't know if I'll ever get to do this again and have these people here and have this be approved. I mean, especially in the US, like never thought something like that would happen. So I don't know, we were able to do it, which was super sick. Yeah, this is just insane. <laughs> and so <laughs> just like you said, with your training, like, you know, that you just have this trick on lock, like so good that like you're not even worried about if you if you could land it or not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, half pipe is such a repetitive thing. Like you do tricks endlessly. Like I don't know how many dub twelves I've done. I mean, I've gotten super played on them still, but I I do them quite often. You know, dub twelve blunt was a little interesting. I don't do that all the time, but I know I can do this trick. Um. So and we had all the pieces in place. You know, like all like the sketchy parts were taken out of it you know like i had a point where i was dropping in i had a point when like like where i would start where i would jump into the half pipe and where i would take off like everything was marked you know so the margin for error was relatively low in my mind you know like i knew what i needed to do to just like make it happen you know and we watched revolver the night before yeah. <laughs> and we were watching dumont do it and I don't know. I got I got a fucking I got beef with Dumont right now. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no. Big, big <laughs> no, we loved it. We loved it. Yeah, it, it was super inspiring, and we just, we wanted to do something along the lines. And I've always looked up to that dude. That guy's a superhero to me. Um, and I just wanted to do something along those lines. I don't know. Like like growing up, you watch those dudes do something you think is impossible. And I think that that kind of lacks a little bit more so. Maybe it's because I'm more a part of, I don't know, when I was a kid, I was just like, those guys were superheroes. So doing stuff like this was kind of like pushing the boundaries of what was possible. Um, and we like knew what he did and knew what we wanted to do. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, he inspired it. He showed me that it was even relatively possible. That guy's done so much stuff. We literally... We just watched what Grand Bazaar. Grand Bazaar does the cutout, the pipe. cubed half yeah. pipe, and that Jay Z song comes on. Oh, so and that crazy. was the song I was listening to when I was doing this because I was just like trying to channel some <laughs> Dumont psycho, like psychotic fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. mindset. <laughs> and so I don't know. I just really, I don't know. Those, those guys inspired me, and my biggest goal in life is to emulate anything that they ever did. So that's what we really wanted to do, or I really wanted to do. Yeah. This is one of those like evil Knievel stunt man shots. Like this is <laughs> yeah, it's a stunt. Yeah. It's a stunt, dude. It, it's a stunt. I I love. I'm. I don't know. This one is something to me that's super sick because like we come to copper all the time, like always, and even right now, like we could look out and look at that half pipe cutter cutting the half pipe. So I think that's sick just to like kind of have a piece of it, you know, like <laughs> you a jump that thing. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that thing like that so cool for me so i don't know this was a personal endeavor that i'm stoked on it's so tight and i think i've said this on the podcast before i think that back in the era of ski magazines and basically in back in the age of photo shoots there were a lot more stunts because all you needed was something that just looked cool like that's the only thing they yeah. cared about like does it look sick on camera it wasn't oh like is it technical like it just doesn't look good and this is something that like it just looks sick as fuck, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked on that one. I'm stoked I went big enough to make it look cool too. That was like a big worry of mine that I wouldn't go big enough. Like, I don't know, it's it, it, yeah, I definitely I went big it. enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that one was sick. I don't know. I'm I'm stoked on that. That's something for me that will live on for a while in my head. Yeah, that's so tight. Um, I'd love to see the photo that. Did you post the photo that he got? No, I was trying to get in some magazines, but those guys stink. Dude, I was gonna say yeah. that that's a total magazine cover shot, depending on how like, Odo, what he did with he it. Got it. Unreal. Yeah, too. Josh killed it. He did such a good job. That guy was actually like the best. Like I'm yeah. I'm stoked on that one. Now Woodward has that kind of ha- hanging up on in the barn and stuff. Um but yeah, hopefully I would love to get that printed somewhere because it's a really special photo for me um so hopefully i don't know we're in talks with some people and hopefully they really want to do it they don't stink i'm joking whoever's listening but uh (laughs) yeah please print that photo i want that photo printed i'll send it to you but yeah i don't know hopefully it gets printed somewhere but yeah this one was sick that's so tight um yeah like when i reached out to you about this this was the shot i wanted to talk about it's just it's unreal um I mean, there's some, we could talk about it if you want, but there's some like, uh, like mind bender rotations in this. Like the one is 625, like this, this Misty. Yeah. It's just a rotation. <laughs> like you do not usually see. Yeah. That one was That's like pers- one of my personal favorites. That right there. Pike said, yeah, just with the Mew and yeah, that rotation, you just don't really see many people. Like, I don't know if anybody really. It's like just the set for it is crazy. Yeah. Like it's just yeah, like, pop, like, he was like trying that the day before and like was doing it way smaller. And we like got a clip of him doing it and it was like really small. Not like really small, but like way smaller than he did it in this one. And then that next day we go out and Hunter just was like, I'm doing it bigger. And then did it like that. And I was like, okay, that was it. Like that's that's what we were looking for. Yeah, we had to, we had to do that a few times. Yeah, because you um you were like trying to figure it out too, because just like yeah, how the, how he had to set it and like I remember you were doing it into the bag a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I tried like, it in the airbag, yeah, airbag there, and uh-huh. it was way scarier. Way, yeah, like, way like scary. Gap the airbag gap, and so I like launched in the air. I'm like flying sideways, doing a front flip. Like it was so gnarly. I hated that. <laughs> I didn't think it was super possible after that, but then. Oh, no, I talked about it for a while and we kind of figured out how we wanted to do it and like the rotation and stuff and how snowboarders do it. And they kind of like lead with their body and then rotate with the grab. Um, and so that was kind of like the idea, like send more of like a front flip and then let the mute pull you forward. So I don't know. That was kind of the idea with it. But the, I love that job. I'm stoked on that one. Yeah, that was so sick. Um, all right. And then we'll go to the like the backcountry shot, the closer. This one was just insane. I mean, there's so many shots just like scrubbing through here are just so gnarly. But this one, I'll play this one real quick. This one was one of my personal favorites. I just love that. Like, I don't know. I love that rotation switch. It's Mm -hmm. just sick. Yeah, that's also one of my personal favorites. Oh, man, that is just so tight right there. But the next shot is like the one that, you know, everyone lost their minds over. It's just so... You're just in the air for so long and traveling so far. It's insane. Yeah, this was it. This was a process for us too on this one. Like this was like almost didn't didn't happen. 
Like, huge, huge shout out to uh, Gavin Rudy and Topher. Like those two guys really came through that day and helped us out with they're, it. They're the reason that worked. that that happened. Yeah, I mean that jump took it out of us. That jump sucked. We tried so long. Yeah, like pretty much that was like that's last spring. We went out there and like you knew last spring, like the weather last spring was not good. There was like four sunny days all of May, pretty much. Like, and we went up there the day or two days before that, built it, tried to hit it, and didn't bring enough salt. And it was like four days before. Or yeah, like some, chill yeah, because there's two chill. Yeah, so it was like a couple days before we'd hit it with um Tyler Sosnowski helped us build it, and then um A Hall was also helping us build it. Or no, we built it, then came back and hit it. Yeah, we built it. We built the whole lip one day. Um, a hall and ty helped us out yeah. and, and like fully did it with us um and we fully built this thing and put it all together just the lip though um we didn't really touch the in run too much hiked out came up the i think it was the next it was the day. next day yeah. yeah we came up the next day and it was a nice day it was sunny yeah it was warm and a hall was filming with faction so he wasn't able to come with us um but then we had who was it ty and jed yeah and then jed came up with us and so they came up and we tried to have a session on it um but we ended up salting the lip first we we brought as a what felt like a lot of salt. yeah we, like, i thought, thought, we thought it was enough but not <laughs> it was it was nowhere near we like brought it up um we salted the lip first and then um there were so many like holes in the cloud that it, it like it was really hard to tell where the sun was actually going to be. So what, what snow was actually going to be sun affected. Um, so we just salted the lip and I went up and hit it once and it's an easy jump to Guinea pig. Like you, you can just go straight to the knuckles. So I just went really small aired to the knuckle and then kept trying to like hit it and hit it and figure it out. And throughout that process, the hike was huge on this, first of all. And then it, we would just find different spots that we tried to um, salt. And so we would just throw salt on the in run and then the transition. And so there was like all these different parts to this jump that needed salt. And when you dialed in one piece of it, another piece would be ruined. Like it wouldn't work. Like, like the salt wouldn't hold because it would get sun affected. Um, and that it, it took, it took like half an hour to hike this thing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was took a forever. huge hike. So it was, it, it was just super hard. So that first day I, I didn't done the trip 14 before. So I, I just wanted to try to pull it out. Um, and I think like, I don't know, probably like fifth or sixth hit. I like tried one and kind of landed, but it wasn't super good. Um, and I didn't go super big. Um, I kind of knuckled it. So we went back up, um, Ty does he did a dub backflip and Jed did a dub front flip. First try. Yeah. They like, both did that first it, try it on it. Super yeah. sick. And so I was pretty, I was pretty hyped up and I was like, all right, like I got it. And I did the trip 14 again. And I thought I got it. Um, I wasn't really sure. So I hiked back up to Owen. I was like, what do you think? And he was like, Yeah, like it was all right. Yeah, because like on the on the one he did that day, the landing, like he does his like leg lifts up. And it was just like not a clean landing, like not what you want. And like, I always felt bad because I was like, God, no, like, he doesn't want to hike back up there and try it again. But I was like, dude, that wasn't it. Like, you should go back up. And then 
what you tried it like a couple more times i really tried to, tried to get the speed that day and, and then it just got worse it just got so bad and then we we're like clouds rolled in we like waited a while and it just wasn't working that day so then we ended up calling it yeah so we had a hike out of there and yeah. i was like brutally exhausted at that point that i was like actually it was the most physically drained i think i've like ever been yeah, i was dead and then we had to chill for two days because it was raining really hard and so we got some other shots in the meantime i think we got the tree the clip. tree we got the tree yeah. clip and then maybe one other the misty five maybe oh yeah yeah, yeah. the misty five yeah so yeah. i think we got we got two other shots in the amount of time just lowering the trees um and then, but I was so hungry for this. I uh, It felt like the girl that got away. Like I was so, I wanted it so bad. I was like, man, I need this shot. Um, So it was not looking good that third day, but we were like, fuck it, we'll go up. Yeah, because it was like, there was like, it was saying like the next week was just going to be straight rain. And then the one day that we did it, it was like, like 30 percent rain but then it said it was really windy yeah and it was cranking on the top of palmer that day i remember going up palmer and it was just me and hunter and we were like dude it's fucking windy (laughs) it is howling here but then when we skied down to the jump that day it wasn't that bad down there because because it's like on the zigzag side of mount hood so it's kind of a little bit protected i guess just with how the wind was coming that day so we got lucky with that but it was like so flat, flat light, and it was kind of cold that day. Like I remember the landing was like it was, it was brick, and I was like, when we skied down to it, oh I was like, God, oh, like here we like I yeah. And then me and Hunter went up, fixed because the jump was like super after the rain, it kind of got like destroyed a little bit, so we had to fix the jump. We brought lots of salt this time. A ton of salt. A yeah. lot of salt. Big shout out to Topher. For he brought us a that. lot. He more brought salt. a lot more salt. He's the salt guy. <laughs> But then Topher and Gavin were lapping the park and they weren't going to come up originally. No one wanted no to one was going to come up because it was like a shitty day and like nobody wanted to go hike out there. And me, me and Hunter were just like, we have to get we this. Like, get this it. is our last chance pretty much. And then I convinced Gavin to come up and then Gavin convinced Topher to come. They show up and then, yeah, you hit it. I hit it once. Hit it once. I did a dub 10 yeah. first hit and it was like massive like fucking huge it was terrifying i landed and i was like all right it's go time like we got this and the light because like i would drop when there was pockets in the cloud when i could see um and it was super hard because where we were where i was dropping in like you couldn't see the jump at all so i had no real idea if it was sunny or like what the deal was i couldn't see i, yeah, I couldn't the guys. see either yeah. yeah like everyone was just like it was just a really challenging spot um and so we were like, I was like, oh, whatever. So I hiked back up and I went to look at the lip and it looked okay, but it was such flat light that I couldn't see any detail in the snow. Um, so I side slid down the lip and I was like, oh, like whatever, it'll be fine. Like I just thought it was chill. I thought there was like some ski marks in it, but I didn't think it was really bad. Um, and then I hiked back up, dropped in. I was trying, I was going to do the trip 14. I just wanted to get this shot done. Um and like went to like take off and i mean you have so much speed coming into this jump like my hips were all set like i had to i had to use so much power to like get through this and i like set for it and my skis sunk probably like six inches into the lip 
and I just flew. I did like this massive cork seven. It was like, so scary. Like, like cat out. Like, yeah, like so red. Landed it somehow. Like he's fine. Yeah, I was chill. Yeah. I went back up and I look at the lip and there's these, the ski marks. So like my, my, because I was taking off so aggressively, I had to use my inside edges and I put so much power into them that I just like fully sunk. It was, and like it was, trench. It was <laughs> the marks from the first hit that I fell into. And so what had happened is that we salted so much on the first day that we hit it that we, and then we left it. So it pretty much just made like a skeleton for the lip. So all like the internal stuff was gone. Like there was nothing below it. So when I came back up, I started freaking out and being like, I yelled at Owen. I was like, dude, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Cause I was on the like far he's ridge, far. getting this long lens angle. And he's like, like yelling at me. Cause we don't have walkie talkies. Like we're kind of loose operation up there. Yeah. I remember him like being like, dude, I don't think it's going to happen. Like the, the jumps like fucked. Like I was so, and I was pissed. like, what do you mean, man? Like we got to do this. I was like, I was bummed too. Cause I was like, I know how bad Hunter wanted it. And like, I knew this was like, we needed it for we the video. And then Gavin just like, because Gavin that. was over on that side filming the in run top angle, like the one clip of him coming in and he just like shoots into the abyss. Gavin was the the boss and was like, no, we're fixing this. I got it. Like, don't worry. Like, we're going to fix this. And like, just bossed up and they just like started was, shoveling. Topher was, Topher Topher was over, over by me and hiked up, but he was a little lower. So it was easier for him to get over. So he hiked over. And they rebuilt the lip pretty much completely. It was insane. Like, fixed the trenches. It was, like, the most – into re- that lip was huge. To rebuild like, that lip was, like, the most strenuous process. And yeah, it's – We had already so, done it, like, three times yeah. at that point. So, when I saw those, like, divots, I was like, dude, this is – like, it's, it's over. over. Yeah. Like, I don't, I cannot spend another minute looking at this thing. Like, I, I couldn't rebuild it. And Gavin was like, dude, like, just – go clean up the landing, resalt it all. And we'll like figure it out. So when, and we were patting it down with shovels and like the whole thing would just like cave in on itself. Um, And they fully just like bossed up. They put it together as well as they could, which was perfect. Used the rest of our salt. We had, we used everything. It was insane. (laughs) And so I went back up and I was just praying that the lip would kind of hold. And, uh, I took some speed into it and we fixed the running because we had some serious problems with like the run in the tranny was really bad. Um, and I kept like geeing out on it the first day that we were there. So we cleaned it up and um, we had like marks where I would jump over the roller coming in because I couldn't actually see anything. And so um, I just like came in and was like, well, fuck, like hopefully this thing holds up. And I did a trip 14 um, and I don't, I don't know if I've ever felt that out of control. Like I felt like a bug that just got like flicked or someone just like shot me out of a cannon. Like it was insane. I was just like in the air, like holding on for dear life. Like it was so much airtime and so much power off the lip that it just like fully flung me. And I, I like landed and just got bodied. And it's actually like the first shot that plays right before that. Um, And I, I didn't think I, I didn't think it was, possible yeah, that, that yeah. one where it's like kind of him sliding down yeah and i like when i landed that because i felt like i had so much but when i when i landed i like compressed so so bad and i was like dude it's not possible like i'm not going to be able to do this trick there's no way there's there's no fucking way um 
but I, I don't know. We put so much time and effort. I really wanted it. So I hiked back up and I had a second to sit at the top when I got up there and I had some really intense reflection on, on what this like meant to me and like what I really wanted to do. And I was sitting there, I wrote, I wrote a note actually in my phone. I was like, I really want this shit or something like that. Like I, I, or it was like, I don't want to do this, but I, I need it or something. Um, and I wrote the note in my phone and like the time and everything. And I was sitting up there kind of like hoping that the clouds wouldn't open up. So I wouldn't have to do it, like have an excuse, but they opened up and I kind of like put my skis on and tried to like hype myself up and yelled at the boys and was like, all right, I'm dropping and took a lot of speed into it and just like launched off the thing. I felt like I had a little bit more control, um, not a ton, but it was definitely like a bit more than the last one. And just like, I, I don't know, it was like I was flying, like it was such a slow rotation. Um, and I remember coming around for the landing and being like, I don't know. I was so depleted with energy and had like no, like nothing else to give, you know? And so I was kind of like, oh, whatever happens, happens. I landed and kind of like bounced forward. I remember I was kind of on my noses for a second and then like went back down and like actually like started riding away. And I was like, oh my God, like it worked. (laughs) We were, we were so stoked. And on the hike out of there, like it started just pissing rain. Yeah. Like like literally right after this. 15 minutes after he did it, we were like hanging out. Yeah. After just being like, what the fuck? And it just started pouring on us. It was so bad. Like the timing of it all. And it just all aligned and the universe allowed it to happen kind of thing. It was crazy. Like it (laughs) it was one of those feelings too. After shooting that, I was like, holy shit like i was in shock kind of because he lays it out like he wasn't going that big on all the other hits either like that was the biggest one he did that day and it was like wow that was that was what we wanted that was the clip (laughs) oh my god and then the hunter when you come back up and you actually get to see the clip like in the little viewfinder what how are you feeling at that point (laughs) I was so fired up. Yeah, because I, like, the next clip is me in the red jacket after this. And I walked over to the knuckle and, like, showed him. And we just were, like, started breaking down, hugged each other. Like, I love you, man. (laughs) We did it. Like, it was was just so much that went into that. Like, 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 it was so much. It was the year before. Like, we tried to build a jump, and I really wanted to do a trip 14. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We had so – it was just down the way from where that was, and we – been three days building that thing it was and like it never worked out step up it was insane it's actually there's because there's a clip of him doing a dub 10 on the step up in the, the credits end. like right in the credits and that was originally going to be like the triple jump yeah but it didn't um it didn't pan out at all yeah right after the thank you yeah that yeah. step up we were planning on he was planning on oh. doing it on that one but it just like I don't know. It wasn't, we didn't have the airtime that it, we wanted. It didn't line up. That's actually the, from Sammy on top of hood. That's the same step up that they hit and they were they, all doing triples on. Yeah. And we really, really, really wanted to like make it happen and just try it, give it a go. But it, it didn't line up at all. Like it that just didn't work. Didn't yeah. Work. Well, I don't know. Could we not make it happen. I think it was because when Sammy built it, there's this alternate wind lip 
So there's like a double lip almost. And so they had like more of a kick out of it. And we just basically had to cut out, like carve out of a mountain. And I think that's why it didn't really work for us to get the airtime we wanted. And then, yeah, we found this jump was like right above it on the same knuckle, like same wind lip pretty much. And we're like, well, this one, it's endless landing. You can go pretty much as big as you want. And this one also is really famous jump spot. Like Henrik and Phil hit it in education of style. Our buddy Gavin, he did a full sunset shoot on it in his movie, uh, Recordings of the Sun. Like, it's just a really classic, like Sammy hits it. Like, it's yeah. a classic hood jump. And we were just like, well, this one will definitely go. Yeah. And, but it was, yeah, the most struggle we had, I think, for one clip. I think for so. sure. That one, that one was such a process. But also the most fulfilling, too, yeah. like when it happened, because it was just like, wow. We we knew what we were, what we had at that point, And we knew that that was kind of like the ender and we were just really hyped that because because it was it was like talking about it being a two-year process and this is kind of like the shot that you know that kind of like seals it off i think that weighs super heavy on you you know like it was such a process to get every single one of these clips and to like finally get that was so relieving um and it did justice to the rest of the video i think and that for me was like super huge you know I think just like really like, like, I don't know, you get, you you get, you get scared to film every single one of these shots. Like every single one, you got your balls in your throat, you know, like you're terrified of it, but um, yeah. So like each one of the shots like weighs heavy on the next, you know, like you can't do one thing that's really cool. And then the rest of it just be pretty like subpar or average, you know, like that's not you respecting yourself when you, ball like stood up to it you know and like faced the fear so i think this one was huge just to like end all of it you know it was kind of just like the final thing capped it off we still filmed it after it a little bit but not a whole lot we did at the only jump we only hit one more jump after this it was, was it? the redirect where he does like the switch oh, yeah, flat yeah. spin into like the kind of redirect hip thing yeah now was after that because yeah this was like kind of towards the end of the trip the huge this weather was rolling in we're like yeah the next like week or two was supposed to be just straight rain so we were like we're over it and once we got this it was really like all right yeah like i don't even think you wanted to do the redirect i didn't and I, I but over. i was like oh dude like we should get one more like let's get one more like i kept pushing no up and we got the 180 switched up oh yeah that was also after this so i guess we did two clips we got two but yeah we were pretty over it yeah after this one we were just like it just took so much effort and just depleted us pretty much because yeah yeah, it was just yeah because we needed we knew we needed a switch shot we didn't really have many that's right yeah and we were like we have to get it we got to get something so Uh we just kind of went with the easier one and went with one that was below the parking lot yeah (laughs) built the little 180 to switch dub nine and so we got that which was cool but yeah this this one was i i still i think this was one of the bigger ones that we've done this one was a process for just getting a single clip and i think too with like if you've seen all the magmas you know hunter's a tripler you know he loves the triple so this one i felt was his best one just because definitely went the biggest like he definitely went over like 100 feet like the shot doesn't like it shows how big he went but in my eyes like it doesn't do it justice almost like i don't know i'm really stoked on my angle and how we shot it but 
still like if you saw it in person you would be like it's just wild like i feel like that's just with skiing too and filming like a lot of shots don't do it justice but this one i think was hunter's best one he's ever done hands down that's crazy and owen like <laughs> when when you're when when you're shooting something like this where it's like if he gets it there's no no redoing <laughs> it like for sure you can't reshoot no, it. that's for yeah. sure that's what like this was nerve-wracking for me because like i was on that far side like wind lip shooting long lens and I, but the day like before i was using a tripod because it's really far you know and like i was like i have to do tripod and i really don't shoot much tripod stuff like i'm a big handheld guy i just do everything handheld and yeah the two days before i was shooting tripod and then this day i even started doing the tripod in the same spot because i like the angle but then like, I just, I don't know, like my movement, cause it's, you're on the side of this steep hill, like super steep hill, like where there's like a crazy drop. And I'm like trying to film this tripod angle. It just, I don't know. I was struggling with it. So I was really nervous. That I was going to blow it. And this one, this was the one that I ditched the tripod and I just went full handheld. I was like, no, I'm just doing me. Like I got to do how I like it. And it worked out. Like I, I'm really stoked on how it turned out. And that's something with Owen too. Owen, Owen has a lot of times when he could fuck up and it would be like catastrophic, but Owen doesn't fuck up. <laughs> Owen's on all the time. The guy like he he's a extreme professional when it comes to like making this stuff happen. Like he doesn't fuck up a shot. He gets it perfect when it needs to be perfect. And like it's this is this entire video is a collaboration of that, you know, like it's it's yeah when i can put on but it's when owen also puts yeah. on like owen doesn't give up owen builds all this spot all these spots like the exact same i do you know like it's it's a group effort you know like yeah it, it like yeah i'm the guy on the other end of the lens but like owen's the guy that makes it all happen like this is his fucking thing you know like he puts so much time and energy in it like when i'm done skiing i'm done skiing but like owen goes and like grinds it out <laughs> to make these videos like something special and he always like comes out with something that's a real like remarkable piece you know like he puts it together and gives it a feeling and adds the like flavor to it and makes me look good like he's <laughs> the fucking man at it like it's really amazing and i wouldn't want to film with anyone else like i've never worked with someone who puts in that much effort and i think that was very like predominant in magma when we first started filming it and we yeah. all like a hall and i saw that and it's it's a team effort like when we all three film together and we like just get stuff done it's all of us working you know like it's 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 yeah. a group effort it's a we put our all it, into it it's yeah. huge so owen owen doesn't fuck up like <laughs> I, I have full faith in putting my life on the line to like make that trick happen and i know that like there's not even a sliver of a worry in my mind that owen's gonna miss it because i like know and i have faith in him and i think we work super well as a team together in that aspect just because I don't have to worry about that, you know. Yeah, I don't. I, it's kind of funny that you say that because I don't. I don't think I've ever asked you to do something twice for because no. I've missed it. He has to. Yeah. Like, you now we have to get like an in run. Yeah, shot. it's always like, oh, could I just get another angle? But yeah. it's never because like, oh, I completely missed it. No. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's like never happened to me. Very knock special moments. <laughs> yeah, knock on wood. For sure. But like very special moments, like the magma ender, like the that purple. One, yeah. Like he captured it so well and gave it 
so much feel and like like he he captured that moment at a full you know like yeah the video and some shots like doesn't do it justice but like owen tells a story with like how he captures things and then how he like puts it all together so i think that's a super big piece of it um like i i, I don't know i really wouldn't want to trust anyone else like if i tell owen relatively what i want like i know he's gonna get it done and it's gonna happen the way it needs to yeah, <laughs> yeah. thank that's, you buddy. Yeah. that's awesome and like owen because when hunter was talking about getting the insurance for the pipe hit and all this stuff it reminded me of the story about getting like dumont and wallace together for the intro of magma 2 have you ever because you film with a lot of people have you ever seen someone that's willing to put in the behind the scenes work like hunter because it seems like it's unmatched like yeah for sure like and there's something special about hunter he knows how to talk to people and just convince them i swear like he's just got that charm where like he could convince anybody anything like i'm like confidence with that because i always i'm like man like especially with the dumont simon shit like where I, or the dumont tom wallace shit where i was like dude how are we gonna get them to come do this like there's no way and he somehow figured it out and got him into a church and i was like all right let's do this like it's just it's wild yeah he's just hunter's just got this way to talk with people like he's a very people person and i think a lot of people if you know hunter personally you know he's a goofy dude and one of the most genuine humans on this planet in my opinion like like hunter said it's it's a huge team effort because a lot of that stuff wouldn't happen unless hunter was on the other side sending out emails talking to people trying to make things happen like the copper and copper jump and all that so it's it's a huge team effort and yeah wouldn't want to do with anybody else <laughs> this is heartwarming yeah i mean hunter, <laughs> hunter i'll just i'll just hit it back real quick like do you think that you have this like gift of persuasion or do you think that you're just more persistent than like anyone else um i don't know i don't i don't think i think i'm he's pretty persistent i would I, say so <laughs> i think i'm really scared of like not of moving on to something else i think that's like my big thing i think i'm just like really terrified of like missing out on an opportunity or like leaving something behind um so i i don't know i don't know if it's like a persistent thing i think my mind just like talks to me a lot and drives me pretty insane and so i just like have to like put it into certain things to like keep my sanity um and i think like these types of things are really important you know like i i don't know what i would do without skiing and it's given me so much and it's given me a lot of shit but a lot of good stuff and i, I don't know i don't know what i would do without it and so i just feel like i should put all that i can into it i know that i have a small time window where I can do whatever my mind leads me to, you know, and it's, it's been a long road to get to these points, you know, like it's been like a lot of like my parents believing in like the process and like, kind of like, I don't know, not letting me give up on a lot of like my dreams and stuff. And I don't know, there's a lot of times where you get like super knocked down and you're super bummed and you're over it and you don't want to be doing this anymore. And then, I don't know, it's, it's grueling being a, uh athlete you know like it's like i don't know a lot of people don't think it's like a legitimate career and a lot of people don't think it's like a super like like you're not bringing in the big bucks a lot of the time you know so people just kind of like dog it and don't see like 
what the actual benefit of it is. Um, and so you got to kind of like get through that. You know, I had like a lot, like I've never really had like a legitimate job besides skiing, you know, like I've been super fortunate to like have that. Um, and yeah, I just put everything I can into it to just like make that younger me like stoked on what I'm doing. You know, I think like Henrik, Henrik talked about it in one of his videos and he's like, I'm just trying to make little 12 year old Henrik stoked, you know? And I think I relate to that in a lot of ways, you know, cause I've been doing this shit my entire life. You know, I've dedicated a great chunk of my life and given up a lot of things to try to make skiing something for me, you know, to try to like devote myself to it. And I, and it's given me a lot in return. And so I just want to like try to do as much as I can for the time period that I have of being proficient on my skis and being good. And I don't know, it, it's led me a lot of things. Like I wouldn't have met Owen or a all without it. Yeah. I wouldn't have met a lot of people that are super deep, like really rooted into my life. You know, all of my best friends are from skiing and um, it's given me so, so much and so many amazing experiences and like travels and stuff like that. And so I don't know, I just, I want to make that younger me stoked and let him know that all his hard effort and kind of like shitty times didn't go unnoticed, you know, like uh, I'm, I'm living through it and I'm kind of trying to enjoy it to its fullest and just do things that people don't think about all the time and i don't know dude this stuff for me is also like an ego boost <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's selfish dude i filmed i filmed an 11 minute video of myself <laughs> <laughs> like that's a selfish endeavor but it was great and a lot of people put a lot of energy into it and i hope all of them are happy with what we were able to make and yeah this is as much Owen as it is me and all the other people that helped, you know, a hall Gucci, like all those dudes, e cooks, like everyone that helped my parents, everyone that let us stay at their place and made it easier for us to make it happen. Copper. And I don't know, it, it's, it's a real blessing that people even relatively trust me mm. with that much. So I don't know. It's dope. Long, long answer to a simple question. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> I like this. So, I mean, we'll bring it, we'll, we'll round out. We'll do a couple of viewer questions just to, you know, just let these people talk to you. Uh, Cade, Owen, how long does it take to edit something like this? Ooh, um, that's a good one. That's a good question. It's, it's challenging because a lot of times I have to kind of crank and like speed edit <laughs> because with the film festivals, like, high fives and if3 their deadline is like middle of july and you have to have at least a rough cut with like for them to accept you and if they if you don't give them a good enough cut they're not going to accept you so i've always like been done pretty much editing a lot of stuff by middle of july with this video it took me i would say i don't know like right after we got done filming in um may when we shot this stuff, like the last couple clips, I just went straight into the booth and started editing. But then I like, I don't know. I like got, we got like the song style and everything, but then it like, I took me a while to like really figure out the flow in my head of the video of how I wanted to lay it out. And like, because me and Hunter have talked about like how, we, how he wanted it, but he also just trust me to kind of just like do it. <laughs> like 
he, I know his vision and what he likes to see. And I also have a vision as well. And I think it's, we, I can really relate to Hunter because we both have similar visions and I think that's why it works out so well. But this one, like it took me a while at first to like figure out the flow of it. But then once I figured it out kind of thing, it like, I like cranked it out in like a month or something. And once I finished this video too, it was like crazy. I got this like weird, like, um deja vu like feeling almost like when I was putting it together it was really strange I don't know I've never had like a feeling like that with a video where I'm like putting shots in and it all just like just kind of lays in like perfect and I'm like it's like feels like I've made of this already but it's like I haven't and I don't know it's hard to explain because I've never felt it before with a video but it was really special to put this one together because yeah just a lot of meaning behind every clip pretty much yeah that's awesome. Oh, that's a great answer. Um, and Cade also asked, we can just do this one quick. Uh, what was both your guys' favorite spots from the film? Oh, we talked about those earlier. Favorite spots. What's what, what was yours? Um, my favorite shot that we got, I think, was probably the like switch wall ride on the tree. I that one scared the oh shit out yeah of me. that's also one of my favorites I love that shot though I think that shot's super sick uh, that's like another classic like kind of a classic hood spot like um some who hit it uh someone hit it in one of Oliver's roasted. in roasted they did a switch oh, like one eighty um switch 180 to like 180 out and then it's just in it's in gypsy island if you know where that is it's like right when you're coming up to timberline it's that little tree pocket that's like you go around in the parking lot pretty much like right at the top and there's like you can build a couple jumps in there and that's where the tree is is right in there i don't know that one was really cool because it was just like classic spot hunter did not want to do that i, did not want to do and that. I had to convince him i was like you got it just hit this switch man come on <laughs> that one was yeah scary. that one took a few that one was really sick one of my favorites i think was um like the the up ledge that he does like the back two like cork kind of safety out and the back cork six out of it just like i don't know that was like another rogue spot where like the in run was crazy it wasn't really like working or like kind of worked but like it was just crazy and like that one just like really looks cool in my eyes and hunter falling into the creek i think was the cherry on top of that clip too which is really funny and meaningful too yeah the, the U-Haul clip too is, yeah, the U-Haul is, clip is one of my favorites that we've gotten yeah that was uh i mean that's just that's just an all-time clip right there yeah <laughs> people are people are for sure gonna copy that in some <laughs> you know or be influenced by it and like you know that's that's a great shot <laughs> that would be so. sick. yeah um all right last one strategically save this one for last so uh jens donberg are you guys coming to sweden for magma three <laughs> i don't know <laughs> yeah uh, we, we're in talks and we're figuring out magma three um i won't say if it's happening or if it's not happening but yeah, I don't know. We're filming and yeah, I I think that's all we can say. <laughs> all right. Be we'll on the lookout, maybe. We'll we'll leave it at that for Magma 3 talk. But uh yeah. <laughs> um that's all I got. I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave the screen share up because all the videos have been our videos have been working much better without like being in screen share. 
So uh, is there anything you guys want to plug? Obviously, check out the movie. Everyone can see it on the screen. People listening, it's just Soul Star full movie on the Magma YouTube channel. Um, yeah, anything else you guys want to uh, plug? Any people you want to thank? Any How you want to leave us off? I don't know. Um, yeah, just big shout out to everyone who helped us with this video. Like Gavin Topher, Ski Bum put us up for a while in his yeah. RV. The Hess family, they let us stay at their place for a while and fed us every day. Cameron Broderick. Shout, yeah, shout out to Cam. Just everybody who like helped us in any way with this video, just thank you and cannot thank you guys enough for making helping us make this one happen. Yeah, I think that was, uh, yeah, all the people behind it. And especially like... I don't know, Vocal, Marker, Dalvello, and Skull Candy, like those those companies back to this project, which was sick for me. Um, they believed in that, which was really cool, and they helped us out a lot. So shout out to them. Um, yeah, I don't know. Shout out to everyone that just like helped. There was a lot of spots, so it's kind of hard to say exactly who, but anyone that helps, anyone that watched, anyone that listened yeah, thank you for to this podcast, you guys are awesome. Um yeah, I don't know. You putting us on this podcast. Yeah, thank is you. Sick. Thank you. I don't know. Anyone anyone that rocks with us even slightly. Thank you. You guys rule. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for coming on. And that is all for now. And uh, this is probably the last episode of the year. So uh, thank you guys for closing this out for the year. Of course. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs>